And what's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Jose Cruz. Yes, your favorite Native American. And I have a special guest. I have the queen of pageantry, the queen of California, the queen of selling bags, the queen of everything, and the drama queen. No, I'm just kidding. Know, I'm right? just kidding. Andrea Andrade. What's up, girl? How you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Oh, my gosh. I'm good now. I feel... I'm glad that we're doing this. I'm sorry about my voice. I sound like Steve-O. Uh, it's all good. You know, but <laughs> we've been trying to do this and connect and, you know, and I feel like, honestly, I'll just say I'm like a big fan of you, what you do, you, all your goofy ass stories <laughs> you be sharing. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like your number one supporters. Like there goes Jose, you know, and so I'm glad to have you on. We've been setting this up for a bit, especially me after you know me dying and stuff and coming back sucks doesn't it yeah, it does it sucks, suck doesn't it i think we I have something you. we have something we coming we manifested that Let's into the go. world the last time we were here <laughs> we did oh yeah. man but no let's let's just catch up with you well how have you been what's going on what's new what's you know what's what's going on in your life what do you got going on well i mean i'm pretty good you know still doing chemo still doing yeah. treatment um from the last time it was, I ended up in the hospital for about two months. I was in wow. the ICU, almost died again. Oh, man. <laughs> um, had to have, you know, some surgeries and just went back to doing chemo after recovery. And I mean, we're still here, right? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, still here. <laughs> I feel like this name resonates with a lot of people. Um, but other than that, how like, um, how's like your motivation, like getting back into, you know, like at least the work world or just the world in general How, how's your motivation been? i mean to be honest with you it's been super hard mm -hmm. super super difficult i went into because of everything that i've been through like this year and a half has been really difficult on uh -huh. me and i admit you know i went through like a week of depression wow. and it was just wasn't easy this was not easy but I mean, after that, you just kind of have to pick up, you know, where you left off and yeah. continue to go. With me, I've had, you know, talks with God and to be like, hey, you know, what's what's going on here? Yeah. And, and for me to try to go back to the way I was before to, like, accept my situation. Yeah. Accept my situation, like I said, just get up and keep going because this has not been easy whatsoever. Shit. You know, I sit here and I... And, you know everything that i've done and i've done stuff for years now but it's been very difficult because in my mind you know i like i said i've had conversations with god i've had conversations with my parents with just you know with chris it's yeah. it's been like hey why haven't i booked a commercial yeah why haven't you know i've done any work why haven't i done anything that i really love to do and i went like i said i went in into like this day depression where it was like what's going on here and until i fully cried it out and got it out of my system nice is when i realized like it's that you know negativity that i had in me yeah that was holding me back mm. because i think it was within that week of me crying and just begging god to give me some type of answer I started booking commercials. I did the Super Bowl one. Um, I saw that I've one. done, yeah, I've done like a bunch of different interviews, like this national interview. Yeah. Um, I was getting back into, you know, public speaking and that sort of thing. So, I mean, God is good. Hey man, you're yeah. preaching. I mean, yeah. I feel you on that. I mean, I, by no means I can say I relate to, you know, having cancer, but my whole COVID, double pneumonia, uh, and then a week later, uh, bacterial pneumonia, yeah. double pneumonia. It just messed up my lungs so i understand you know being like the world passing you by yeah and it's like 
fuck, no one remembers me or no one's like, you know, where were all those people where were, you know. Yeah, you but know. it's mainly like, like I said, it's your world is just at a complete standstill. Yeah. And you have to accept it. You have to accept that like, hey, I'm sick and I have to get better. Yeah. Before I continue to do anything else. I know, because was it a few months ago or so, we, I ran in, we, like me and my family ran into you and Chris over at uh, Maya, mm -hmm. you know, and I was in a wheelchair. Yeah. You know, and I had an oxygen tank with me, and that was the hardest thing for me, just to go anywhere, and, you know. and It's hard. It's very it's, difficult. It's hard. I think that's when, you know, you start to realize that we're not invincible, mm -hmm. that we're you know, human and that things do happen to us and yeah. things, you know, we're like, I always say, like, I'm absolutely nobody in this world. And if God went through everything that he went through, imagine us, Facts. you know, and we have to sit there and kind of have to deal with it. And yeah. Yeah. Fight. Fight. Mm -hmm. It's it's hard to fight when you, when you're like literally trying to fight yourself. Oh yeah. You know, I remember. I that's the worst part. Yeah. I mean, cause you're your biggest critic. You're your biggest you know, cheerleader or your biggest, you know, person to either build yourself up or tear down. And, mm -hmm. you know, I've had low moments. And, again, it was I couldn't walk from my bedroom to my living room. I couldn't. I couldn't move from my recliner to my couch without having to need a shit ton of oxygen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And my physical body wasn't working. I remember one stupid night, man, up. She can probably, my wife can chime in. Oh, and I'm sorry, man, I did it again. We got the wifey, director, producer. <laughs> I always do that. I got to start. like, come on, man. I'm going to beat your ass. You, you know, road break and fade on him. But there was this one night where I thought I could start moving around, and I actually could stand up. And I had lost a lot of weight. You know, I got my chunkiness back, and I'm going to lose it on my own. Not because of COVID, but I, I looked myself in the mirror, and I hate what I saw. I really, it was, I look gray, I look dead. I was, if I can, if I can stand, I'm gonna slowly walk from my room to my living room. Yeah. So I did that leaning against the wall. In my mind, I'm like, okay. So it's like three in the morning. I'm in my tones, you know. <laughs> I look at my wife, she's sitting in our room, and I just, I, I make this dart, this run down the hallway. So my first step, my mind is like, yeah, but my body was like, no. no. And I buckled. <laughs> and I like just, I slid. And she's like, what are you doing? Screamed it. I was like, I thought I could do it. I'm on the ground like, I thought I could. <laughs> just trying to breathe. And it's like, again, you're, you, you're so used to being, you know, like you said, uh, on, you know, being able to street. do everything. Yeah. And you then know, life hits you and you just can't do anything at yeah. all. Yeah. And that's what I think because, well, I really feel like the reason why I'm a big fan of you is because I look at everyone sees what you post, everyone sees what you do, but I think I look different. I look deeper to where I know I, I'd like to know the person behind all that, you know, this person, and because everyone understands. Because I'll be real, like it's intimidating to have you right here, <laughs> you know, because it's like what it's, the heck, why? It just is for me. I don't know why. <laughs> it's just like you know, perfect smile, everything beautiful. <laughs> you know, Chris Wilson sitting right there staring. It's like. I think it's <gasps> What's it making you nervous? Huh? I think it's Chris making nervous. Yeah, I got like a good shot of his. <laughs> I saw, I saw, man I saw that hug earlier. Huh? I, 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 that was I, a long I, hug. It was a long hug. They touched I, I, I breathed, and everything. I breathed. In. I was like, <laughs> took a big breath of Chris. You know? <laughs> but no, I just one thing. Is, the reason why I've been trying to like hound to get you on is because you're still here. You know. Yeah. I, mean, I don't want to beat like up our barely, name. Cause, barely. <laughs> barely, because. 
Jesus, it's been hard. You like, know, like, what I are you said. facing right now? Then, what? Because you said you're you're in your chemo <laughs> treatment right now, right? Yeah, still. Okay, and so what's what's like maybe even talk about it because. You know, I don't know. A lot of people don't know. Like, you know, I follow your live feeds. And, you know, every time you do something, I'm always trying to support you. Let you know, at least this Native American guy over here is like, <laughs> seriously, I'm always thinking about and praying for Thank you because you. I, that. I know, I know this man, you know, and I know you and it's like, and you two guys make sense. And, you know, at least in our lives, when we start hanging out more, you know, and I, you know, the, that's the part of my life, the circle that I want to expand. And it's that important. And. What do you think you, you're, you're at and facing right now? What do you think? Well, my biggest thing is my chemo situation mm -hmm. because I have to put my life, like I said, at a complete standstill. Yeah. It's every other week, you know, so I have to prep mentally and just physically and just in general prep for yeah. my off weeks and then prep for my weeks that, you know, I am on chemo and stuff like that. So it's like everything that I can do on my off weeks, I try to do it because yeah. I literally have like five days before I have to go back and, and sit in this chair yeah. and just sit in my bed for seven days straight because they finally changed my chemotherapy mm -hmm. because the last chemo was working but it was working enough to just shrink my tumors. And then the second that I stopped treatment, it came back. Wow. And it was just really tough, you know? It came back, so we decided to go back to my original treatment that I did five years ago, because I've been dealing with this for five years already. Yeah. yeah. Five years, and you know, my tumor and just everything has been, you know, shrinking and it's working. But, you know, with that comes the reality that it is chemotherapy it's killing everything it's else. killing everything like slowly and, and sometimes pretty quick because i honestly cannot get up from bed wow at all this one has been super difficult um we haven't taken anything out we're just trying to do it completely so that we don't miss anything yeah. and because of that it's been super super tough like i said i'm in bed for seven days you know i don't eat anymore um which sometimes i'm like eh, i'm kind of okay because it keeps me at like my regular yeah. day you know like, like, I'm <laughs> good now. <laughs> but you know but i'm i'm okay yeah you know other than that like i said it's just that mental prep like mm. prepping myself for for those days and sometimes when i'm in bed I'm just like, just there, you know? Yeah. But again, like I learned to accept the fact that like, okay, well, I kind of have to learn to deal with it. Like if it's the flu or something like a mm -hmm. scheduled thing, yeah. but it's tough when you yeah. can't eat, you know? So I have absolutely no support in myself mm. and I can't do anything. Jeez. Mm -hmm. Well, I just think now, you know, and I feel like that's, you know, by no means, like, I remember in our last time, the last time you guys were on, you know, Chris was like, hey, get on, Andrea. You're like, <laughs> damn it, all right. I, you know, you know, you said you don't want people to, like, feel bad for you. Be like, oh, yeah, I don't. Oh, you know, it's like. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that pity party yeah. situation. I've never they been don't like pity that. You. Yeah. yeah. You know, I feel that, you know, because that's, that's really kind of what I got. By no means, like, what I went through and got, you know, how I'm at now, where I'm at now. It's like, man, I, I got nothing to complain about. And. You know, but I do believe, well, I don't know. I don't know if I believe there's not anymore. Like this happens, this stuff happens for a reason. I mean, I don't so. know, you know, I don't know no more, you know? And so I feel like with you, you know, just your outlook on it. Cause again, your jokes, like you, you clown, you laugh at yourself. Oh yeah, you know? dude, if I don't like, what am I going to do? Cause at the end of the day, like if I'm not laughing 
you know, and if I'm crying, it's not like crying's gonna fix it. Yeah. I mean, laughing's not gonna fix it either, but yeah. At least I'm gonna be happy. You know, mm -hmm. I like how you said I joke about my cancer all the time. Mm -hmm. I don't joke about cancer in general. I joke about my situation. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, and I think that's what I love about you. I think that's yeah. what I see behind all that. And a lot of people, you know, especially on social media, especially kind of like your role in the community, you know, and, you know, being a survivor and, and going through it now and having all the, the pageantry and all that other stuff behind you. And it's like there's an expectation. Do you feel like mm -hmm. people still hold you to an expectation? Or oh, do you, yeah. yeah. I, I what's think that, that like? I mean, I guess I kind of don't care anymore because I am who I am. I'm not going to change it. And like those who really know me know that like I joke around about everything. Mm -hmm. I cuss all the time. Not like I hope. joke around, you know, <laughs> shit, I'll sit here and joke around. You almost <laughs> dying too. You yeah. know? Like, <laughs> yeah, it, no, it is what it is. It is. Like, it's not like I'm lying, you know, no, you're but not. Um, I don't do it to like offend anybody. It's just who I am. Like, yeah. I'm like that with my parents. I'm like that with just everybody in general. So yeah. I'm like I said, I, I stopped caring. Yeah. I stopped caring those expectations. I'm just like, I mean, I obviously still follow them, you know, because I'm not a negative person. I'm not, not a mean person, but like if somebody has something to say, I'm just like, it is what it is. Yeah. Well, that, well, I feel like it's the problem with social media is that's where it stays. Like before social media, no one was saying this stuff. No one knew about your life. Yeah, Nobody. It's like, and then all of a sudden, you know, and I've been, I've been on this, this trend this past couple of weeks is like, everyone be, feels like just because it's on social media, it's your business. It's like, no, stay out of my business. <laughs> you know, yeah, you chose to follow me and do with this, but guess what? This is what you're going to get, yeah. you know? And I think I've learned now. Because no, again, there's a situation, I, I, it's funny I keep bringing this up, you know, it's the topics we're on, it's like we had an issue, family, and, you know, this, you know, one one guy was, I made a comment on my wife's post, you know, just real, just direct, so I didn't respond to it, I'm not a guy that argues or debates online, I, I'm, a, I'm an in-person type of guy, and I saw this guy in person, and, you know, God forgive mm -hmm. me. I went to his face and I was like, what's up, dude? Keep that same energy. What you got to say? Man? I was like, oh, now you being a little bitch? It's a different story in person, son. Let's yeah. go. And it's like, it's different, you know? And and I think social media has really made people that, because when, when reality hits, it's like, okay, shit, I, I wasn't ready for this, you know? And so, yeah. a lot it's of wolf like tickets. stuff like that, like, at the end of the day, you shouldn't care. Yeah. You know, you shouldn't care. Like, with my situation, I sit there and, like, I've watched several of my interviews before you know mm -hmm. and even this one and they're it went pretty pretty far you know yeah. and, and what i've learned is to not even look yeah pay attention to like those comments if mm -hmm. if any bad ones you know yeah. it's just like that affects me in a way you know where it'll i'll just get into my head but other than that i'm just like who cares yeah like it's social media it's like how you said like to me i don't take anything serious mm -hmm. i post like outfits Whatever. Yeah, your fits are always on point, girl. Oh, I'm you. always putting like that like, drip. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like drip. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's just I, I don't know. Maybe because I, I I honestly and I and I tell everybody in my family and I tell Chris this. I'm like, dude, I don't even care about social media. What's up? Like I don't care what people think of me. I don't care. It is what it is. Yeah, I think that's what I like about you because it's it's real and I think a lot of people take it too serious. You know, for the clout that you know clout chasers and you know, trying to go viral, trying to get attention, attention, attention. Me, I use it for obviously promotion of the show, but even my my 
my Jose, Brose, Goze, Jose. I'm I like, changed. I don't even know which one to follow. At yeah, yeah, but the ho, the Jose now is the is the main one because the hoe. Everyone's like, yeah, Jose, you're not a hoe. You're married. You're Go act like you're a hoe. You're like, I yeah, left the last I got. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you can take the hoe out, but you know, but no, it's it, to me that was like, you know, it's Jose now, and but I got got rid of everything. You know, I got rid of trying to prove something. I don't know, man. I got over the social media content. All that yeah, crap. like I don't even to be honest with you with that kind of stuff. I always tell him I'm just like, I don't know. I I I don't know what it is about it. I was like, until I'm fucking Kim Kardashian and she yeah. grabs millions of dollars, I'm like, I'm nobody. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's just the way I feel. No, I don't. I, I would say, let me correct you. You're not. You're not not nobody. You are somebody. I, and I feel like what I understand what you're saying. I really do. I understand what you're trying to say, your point. You know, but I feel like your impact is bigger. And I feel like, because again, it's making me a believer. It's making me know how important it is, you know, because I remember this one liver, you were in the hospital and you were talking about. I was drugged. You were drugged, but. I was drugged. You didn't know you were alive? I didn't even remember that. Really? Yeah, until one time I was like on my Instagram. I don't know what I was doing. And I went and I was like, what is this? (laughs) And I looked at myself, I was like, oh shit. (laughs) (laughs) A mother. Yeah. I was like, what they put? Like, what did they give me? Dude, I was really yeah i don't remember mm-hmm. and like you can see it in my eyes i'm like damn girl yeah you're gone <laughs> i was Blank. gone yeah i remember that but i remember you saying you like you know like people wearing airpods you caused that you oh, know real? yeah you were saying all <laughs> that <laughs> i was like i was like dang my kids were always be wearing the airpods and i'm like all scared you know and like i'm trying to be aware i'm like hey lonnie get get your, get your ear <laughs> you know and you know again the, i again i follow that that's how much i know about you i'm like stalking yeah, really like, no, <laughs> you really know? no, chris would beat my ass ta- no <laughs> chris does that all the time too uh, i'm like are you who's like liking your shit yeah. Yeah. But, yeah i didn't even know that that's weird yeah it's funny it is but it's not what I it, need, no i need to go rewatch that it's like dude i was in the hospital fucking dying and i was going live you were bro i was like all right you know that's one thing i was like this girl down she real you know she keeping it real that's funny yeah that does sound like something i would do though because like when i was in the hospital i was here and then i was transported over to cedar sinai uh-huh. actually it was from clovis then to fresno then from fresno to cedar i was all over the place you know but even when i was in the hospital over there my surgeons and my oncologists and all the nurses they would minus the nurses all the nurses the nurses fucking hated me but <laughs> i remember you saying that yeah, the nurses <laughs> fucking hate, no this time again again yeah oh yeah but anyways but i mean the doctors were just like oh the day that i was leaving they were like oh man we're gonna be so sad that you're leaving so i was there for two months yeah they were like oh we're gonna be so sad that you're leaving i was like why they're like we're gonna miss you know your jokes and just you and your hair and i was like my hair what's wrong with my hair because i mind you for two months i couldn't get up i couldn't do anything so i never looked at myself yeah. when i finally did i was like holy shit <laughs> <laughs> like my hair was like this huh? it was like this dude i was a mess yeah like no wonder, <laughs> no wonder right. they were freaking missing me i was like i look like your thing right there oh this oh, yeah that. i look like that those are my group my daughter's pops man that's exactly what i look like well Again, you're going through, you're you're facing something, you know, mm-hmm. none of that matters. And, you know, like you said, all that becomes irrelevant. And what's, what matters is like every, every, just every second, yeah. every new second, every new minute, new hour, you know. And again, for you to laugh at your situation, I feel like that's only going to bring things, make things better, you know. 
And when when I when I when I remember you live, you're talking about like guess they were making like messing up your food or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you, yeah. this is news to me. They probably that sounds like something they would do. Yeah, I don't even think they were feeding me. Yeah, they were feeding me. And you're like, I didn't eat for two months. Oh shit! Yeah, well, man, well, I fucking, I guess that day, yeah. But. Yeah, but you're like, my mom is bringing me fruit. My aunt, here, my aunts come bringing me some. You know, they're bringing me some. That's you, funny. You're all they're bringing me some dope ass shit. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Come on, girl!" Go back and <laughs> it was Why? it was dope, but it was cool. But that you said you said that you know even you know AirPods cause cancer, and I'm like, "All right, got to be aware of that," you know. And I looked it up right after. I was like googling all that man oh, and trying real? to. Yeah. I'm like, "Tell me that," because I just bought some. Yeah, you're <laughs> like, go go shit. go tell yourself that. <laughs> go watch your funny. own life. Bring awareness yeah, to yourself. That's you know. Funny. But again, I see stuff like that, and you know, again, I'm always gonna support. I love, I love your, um, your humor and all that, and I think that's that's the dark humor that a lot of people don't get, and yeah, and it's which like is sensitive smart. ass people mm-hmm. really is. And was it my buddy? I had my buddy Carlos on the pod yesterday, and um, when I was recovering COVID, because I didn't eat for three months, and. Like damn, what is this competition? See who fucking dies fast. No, I know. <laughs> I don't want to die. You know, I don't want you to die, man. But Carlos, my buddy Carlos and his and buddy Andy. Knock on wood, dude. Like, yeah. Get that fucking bad so energy seriously, out. Just right yeah. there. You know, like like Phoebe, just like just. <laughs> but um, he he DM me because I put on Facebook, "Hey, I'm home now. Thank you for your prayers." All emotional, spiritual, drugged up, and. You too. Yeah, it gets the best of you. It does, does, man. That morphine, though, you know, they gave me morphine. Don't even talk to me about that shit. (laughs) Yeah, come on, doc. I can feel. Yeah, I was like, I can feel it. I can feel it. When it's the lips, it's so good, dude. It's so addicting. It is. Anyways, I probably need therapy. (laughs) Don't we all? But Carlos sent me a message, and these I appreciated these guys. Carlos uh, DM me, and he was like, "Man, he's a man. The fuck up. Don't be no little bitch." He told me that, and I appreciated because it was him. Andy said the same thing, man. He's like, man, you little fucker, get up and walk that shit off. You only, you don't need your lungs, you know. It was like, to me, that was a dark humor that yeah. I respected. I love it, and it made it made my day, it made my night. You know, I told my wife about that. She's and we had Carlos on. He's like, yeah, he's calling me a little bitch and all that. And to me, that's those are the type of friends I like. Yeah, you know? I mean, that's how all my friends are. They don't fucking send me like, pictures of like bald people and you know they tell me things. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't. Think, I think that's just funny. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, it is, but I honestly I wouldn't do that. To me, that's I. I there's a line on certain things. It's funny, like you said, it's hilarious. But me, I'm like that side of me is like. It's too. It's too. Fr- like, too soon. Yeah. Like, nah. <laughs> too soon. You know. I don't know. But you know. But again, speaking of crying, I watched that interview, that feature they did on you, man. I watched it like a hundred times, and I'm like sitting. I'm like, damn, that was yeah. real. That hit. And you said when your post, it was like the hardest thing you said you had done. Yeah, and that one was really hard because, like I said, this past. I mean, I've always been super open about just everything that I've gone through. Yeah. But this time for the past year and a half unless you're really close to me or anything like that like you don't know what i'm really going through Uh on a day-to-day basis you don't know any of it yeah you don't know what stage i'm i'm at you don't know what happened in that hospital like you don't know any of it and to me that was super hard to and i didn't even touch on any of that you know because it just wasn't something that we wanted to deal with still yeah and it's all been super super difficult so that was hard 
But it made it better when she interviewed me. I'm like, I grew up with her. Yeah. And I keep telling that story. I'm like, I grew up with her. Like, they didn't even tell me that she was going to go. I was like, thank God. Oh, yeah. Really? I was like, she's fucking huge. Yeah. The fact that she went to my house and she was um, hanging out with us. Like, she was hanging out with us. She went to go get us food. All of us. She was like, no, no, no. Like, I'll go. And, and my brother and Chris were like, no, no, no. Like, we'll go get it. She's like, no, no, no. I'll go. So she's like roaming around town. It's really? Like, and she's like I said, she's one of the best journalists there there is. Yeah. And I mean, she's been with absolutely every single president in the Air Force one. Oh wow. She's been with the Pope. She was with El Chapo. Like she was wow. with everybody. And then she was in my little house. You know what That's I mean? What's so up. yeah. So I was like, wow, that shit's pretty dope. And that, I've done a lot of like national interviews, but that one was that hit home. That hit home. That's what's up. Yeah, because like I said, we grew up watching her. Yeah. You know, and my aunts were like, oh, we read every single one of her books. And the fact she was so humble and just, just so amazing. And I think that she told the story completely perfect. Mm -hmm. You know, she went above and beyond with like everything. Yeah, you can tell. I, I, I enjoyed it. That's why I felt, I, I watched it, I don't know how many times, but what I look for are like the... the I'm listening to the story, but like you said, she was in your house. She was like, no, I'll go do it. And I guarantee she was like, man, we I mean, feel like we're family. I mean, she was hours. I think all day. I think they might have left till like 4 p.m. or something mm -hmm. like that. And and the way it came about was they wanted me to go. Well, actually, they said, well, what do you prefer? You know, do you want to come to Florida or do you want us to go? And I was like, I, I want to go. Yeah, I've never up? been. Yeah, exactly. Do and, it um, <laughs> Stay home, Chris. Let me do it. Let me do me. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to take my parents. <laughs> I was already planning it. But they're like, well, you're on chemo and, you know, we don't want to. Yeah. I was like, fucking chemo, dude. Like, <laughs> you know, but it was, it, they gave me the option and I was trying to take advantage of it and be like, no, no I'll yeah, go. Definitely. Like, I'm fine. Like, yeah, we'll no, I'm my good. Last week. Yeah, exactly. I'm good. <laughs> I was like, I can travel with this. Yeah. Um, but they were they were okay with, with everything. Um, they accommodated, like I nice. said, to my needs. And they were like, no, we'll, we'll come to you. And yeah, that's exactly how it happened. So there was one thing, not wrong, but like it was weird. How Oh, she sells used bags. I was oh, like, used bags? Yeah. This ain't used. This is some <laughs> real shit. Girl, get it right. You know? so, so it's funny because um, there was two things, actually, that I think were misinterpreted. One for me and one from her. Yeah. So my part was because I sometimes hesitate with Spanish words. Like I, you know, sometimes you think the meaning's the same in both yeah. languages and it's not. And when I said like, because I was frozen, you know, I said, me, me siento tiesa. Uh -huh. Tiesa means like, I guess you just kind of, what, freeze? I guess. I mean, I guess. I'm like, I don't yeah. yeah. Know. It was something same like here. that, so I fucked that one up. <laughs> and then hers too. Like yeah, yeah. she knew because the second she walked into my room, she was <laughs> just like, Oh my God, like you have so many bags. Yeah, you got that. And I was like, rip. Yeah. She's like, You have so many bags. I was like, Oh, thanks. And then I told her, you know, I was like, Oh, they're like pre loved. And she's like, Yeah, I know what that is. Like, I have a collection myself, but not like this. And I was like, Oh, okay. So we started talking. But yeah, she did make it seem like, like Oh, they're like freaking thrifted bags <laughs> yeah. and shit. I was like, oh. I was like, Damn. Yeah, like like you're cutting up like pants and making exactly. your own bags, yeah, you know? I know. Walmart but, bags. Um, it was nice because I had a lot, a lot of messages of people um, wanting to buy. That's what's up. Because I remember I told you, yeah, bring all your bags. We're talking about yeah. these. All my bags are <laughs> gone. I'm like, damn, that's yeah. what's up. I sold everything. Really? 
Yeah. You don't have no more bags right now? Look at, look at that drip right yes. now. Mine, mine, yes. I mean, the last time I was here, I think I started with like one. Get that right there. He won it. No. Oh. Look oh, yeah, I that. just got this one. I just got the little one. Actually, he got it for me today. Oh, Chris, you're so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> With he was my just bag. like, you deserve it. I said, I said okay. Yo, yo, I do. Yeah, I, I really do. do. Exactly. Thanks for recognizing. Yeah. I was reminding me I do exactly. deserve that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, um, wait, what, what the, the, your bags? How much? Oh, you, yeah, no, the, but we were talking about something different. No, you're talking about because you said you sold them all. You. Oh, yeah, I sold them all, which was great, you know. But well, you're making hella money. Be real. <laughs> I well, I mean, no one knows where you live, you know. I know right? <laughs> well, well, last time that I was here, I think I had started with like one bag mm -hmm. that was mine, and in this what year? I think mine, mine. Uh, I have over like forty two, right? Yeah. Right now? Yeah. Oh. Forty three now. Forty three. Yeah. 43 now. Damn. Yeah. And then I had more, and then I sold them. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. And you rebuy, huh? You, you just. Mm -hmm. I consign them from. So, like, if you ever want to sell yours, I buy them off of you because oh, I know, like, around the area, no one else does it except, like, Scepter and Sash. Yeah. Um, And then myself. Damn. Yeah. You're killing it then. That's like, a, that, you're flipping. Like, people flip shoes. Yeah. You know? In a way, but, like, what I really want to do, and I think I mentioned it last time, I really want, like, girls to have nice things you know for a decent price speak on it exactly like that's what because it looks so pretty in pictures because i think we all deserve you know a speak little luxury it. exactly the wifey i, I know, know my wife i gotta start spoiling her and right she killing and it, it feels good yeah it makes you feel good like a guy wears nice shoes and it makes him feel good um they wear like nice necklaces yeah feel good you know what i mean that's what purses do to us and then they look cute in photos and 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 it's another thing just how i did it like if i have a bag and i sell it to you and you're like well you know i really don't want it anymore you're never gonna lose your money if anything you're gonna make money off yeah of it. and that's what i want you know ultimately. yeah but then at the end of the day my goal is to have like a store and oh shit, yeah really? like a full store Hell yeah. Um, and do it. Because that's actually really big. Mm -hmm. um, like the consignment, pre-loved. So there's nobody business. else in the Central Valley doing this? Not that I'm aware of. Or at least no. on this Except level. Yeah, yeah, on this level. Yeah. That's what's up. So I feel like you are somebody because you are flipping them. It's you crazy, know? right? It's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, you're making hella money. I see what you're selling them for. I'm like... <laughs> I only got twenty dollars to put in that twelve hundred dollar bag, you know. It's like, and my wallet's like twenty bucks at Walmart, you know. But you know, I wear that drip, you know. I don't care, you know. I, I floss the hell out of that, you know. But no, that's that's I like it. Yeah, you know? like I said, my end goal is to I, my collection's pretty decent, but I'm not gonna stop there. Like, you know, I want like more Chanel's and I want more of that. I even have like a little Prada for the one that she actually showed, oh. which I was just, she asked me, she's like, are you selling this one? And I said, no, I was like, the one I bought <laughs> for like, whenever I have my future daughter. Yeah. Maybe like her first bag. Oh, that's, so I'm like, that's what, that's what I want. It's an investment. Yeah. Hell yeah. Think of it that way. People flip houses all the time. People flip cars, people, you know, and yeah. they just flip the bags and. I, I hate on that because right now there's a huge market for that, especially online, social media. Again, I know a bunch of friends of mine, a lot of buddies just flipping Jordan 1s oh. every day, just flipping shoes. And it's like, damn, you made how much? You know, and <laughs> was it my buddy bought me a pair of mochas for like 500 bucks, 
You know, I'm like, I don't wow. ever spend money on myself like this. You know, only till recent, my wife's like, you are <laughs> not doing that. I was like, what if I buy you a pair? She's like, <laughs> She's like okay. Okay. You know, just There's get. There's an exception <laughs> yeah. to everything. If it involves me, we good. We Gucci, you know. So, yeah, but, but I know people do that shit. Yeah, but it's crazy because um, one of the things, I'm actually glad that we're talking about it because that's one of the things that, like, Chris and I talk about all the time where I think I've had, like, one or two girls are like, oh, they're used and blah 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 and i'm like girl like y'all so on. are you but yeah, we ain't say come on talk about it <laughs> hypocrite <laughs> trying to come at me with that <laughs> exactly i'm like girl come on you now. used <laughs> Oh my God! Just kidding. No. That went south. That was, yeah. All right, back to Jesus. Let's go. Um, All right, bags. But yeah, but one of the things that like I tell Chris, I'm like, some people don't understand. Like they look at it like, oh, they're used, but it's like, excuse me, my biggest clients, and honestly, like all of my clients are wealthy as girls. Nice. Like they are actual real estate agents, and they make. Bank. yeah hell you yeah. know because i i take them to their house i deliver them i i see what they drive i see what they have like it's ridiculous and it's yeah. like if they're the ones with the money you know and they're the ones that like aren't complaining about it being pre-loved yeah or how, you know they say used it's like if you don't even know the proper terminology then there's a reason for it yeah. you know what i mean Quit spending all your ebt cash <laughs> exactly. on this shit you <laughs> put it on your kids you know you get tax income tax once a month or once a year, <laughs> once a year. come on well, <laughs> you, you ain't know, real yeah <laughs> but i'm saying like these are the women that are you know because they're being smart with their money Hell yeah. they're not necessarily going like i get it the experience but i've been there and it's an amazing experience when you open that brand new box and you know you pick your purse or whatever but again like you're spending retail pricing right now with this inflation like everything's freaking expensive yep. you know what i mean for but no reason. So if you can get the bag for a smaller price with me you're going to end up making money when you do choose to sell it. Definitely. Like that's you being smart, you know what I'm yep. saying? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, that's just, I respect that. I do. I, I really respect that because again, I know in this age, you know, especially social media, man, people like to, they like to floss. I'm not gonna hate on people flossing, mm -hmm. you know, at, at the end of the day, we can't change it. That's where the world is. So why hate, you know? And so hey, you, to each their own. Like, yeah. Girls that, you know, have fake bags and it's like Fuck, I, I, dude by all means go yeah. do you like yeah. you're probably being smart with your money too who knows yeah you know it's like it is like, what it is to stay on like you said you know yeah. that's dope i like that i like someone just out hustling because i remember when you came on the first time and you were talking about that and we didn't really talk it. about yeah. it like you know that's why i was like you know what? we need to have you on now that it now that she exposed me <laughs> for real exactly <laughs> you know she wanted she wanted to talk about that mm -hmm. because to her it was just like what's life after and it's like you know what's life after cancer like what does a person do and it's like yeah this is what i do you know like uh -huh. i'm not stopping like if i can't work or whatever i'm gonna do whatever i have to do yeah hell yeah and like again you're not gonna let it slow you down so there's i love that I love that men that that mental right there is like there's life after this and I see it you know and and you're and you're working towards that and you want to have your own shop and you guys are preparing to go on different ventures and 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 so 
I, I love I love that mindset about you, and that's one hundred percent why I wanted you back on. Make it about you. Talk about anything and everything you want, and you know, because I do believe you deserve that. I do believe, especially what you've gone through, and you know, just really vent out and nothing wrong with you know being emotional, being upset, being angry, and just talking about it and just I right, got that out my chest. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Know? And I think that was like the best thing that I've ever done. Mm-hmm. You know, to to do that to cry because yeah. I'm. I'm not going to say like, oh, I'm super religious, you know, but I believe in God and I believe in manifesting to him. And, you know, and I feel like that's what happened. And, And I don't remember if it was like my mom or my aunt or my grandma where they said, you know, sometimes you don't have to like really sit down and pray to God, but... Uh, for him to listen to you, like he listens to your cries. Yeah. And like that day I cried. I'm like, I cried. He was probably like, girl, Come on. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, well, so, yeah, I believe you. I'm in the same way. I'll, I'm going to tell a story. And, you know, again, this, this always just, it took me back. Was it the other day? Went to, went to church, Selma. And, um, and I had talked to a friend of mine about just my experiences with COVID and I was in the hospital you know, by myself, nurses would come, do their job, and dip, and it's just like me. And I'm, we Facetime, but it was just wasn't the same. It is, but I felt like this because I I do believe in God. I know there's things about me that I still need to correct and whatever. Who I'm not perfect. Everyone hate on me, kiss my ass. You know, but there was this one moment. And I know back to Jesus, um, but there was this one moment where I felt like a real dark presence in that room, mm-hmm. and the room was dark. The room was just it. Felt, it was like noon and. I just didn't like the heaviness of it. And if it was demonic, I don't know. But I was like, man, God, you know, I need to get up. I need to move to that sink, just put water in my face, man. I'll do it. So I I made myself get up. I'm all hosed up and all these lines, and I make myself get up, and I still feel like this heaviness, spirit of heaviness. And I I get to the sink, and there's a mirror, and I put cold water in my face, and I can't feel the cold water. And I look in the mirror, I was like, God, you're, I've heard pastors preach this, you know, the peace that surpasses all understanding. I need that peace. Mm-hmm. You know, I need that peace. I need that peace. And I'm like, if you're the God that says, ask me in anything in my name, I will, I will do for you. I was like, and I'm, I'm calling you out, man. I was like, start calling out God. I'm like, dude, you said this, <laughs> you either do it or you're a liar. And as soon as I put, give me that peace that surpasses my understanding. Cause right now I have no understanding of why I feel like this, you know? So the moment I felt, I, I said that prayer and I looked at, I looked myself in the mirror. I felt like this, this heaviness of just, well, the darkness went, I felt the darkness leave, but then I felt like this heaviness. So it wasn't hot or cold, but I felt like it was God's presence. Yeah. And I felt the room just go. It's incredible peace. feeling, right? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I've never felt this. I don't understand this piece. And it was a weird, it was weird because I never, I don't remember certain things of what happened in the hospital. And it's, it's like a PTSD because when it hits me, I'm either doing this, I'm having a conversation with my wife or friends and, I'm, and, I, and I'll and i stop talking, you know? And I was reminded of his peace, mm-hmm. you know? And it showed me, God showed me that he is God. You know, and I've he learned. Yeah. And it, and it's exactly how I told you. Like, yeah. you don't have to pray for him mm-hmm. every day, mm-hmm. you know, because we're busy, whatever. Yeah. You know, people say, oh, you have to make time. True. 
Yeah. But it's like sometimes you do forget. At the uh, end of the day, you're human. Human. You're human. You know, you're gonna forget to pray. It's not always gonna be like this consistency thing where, you know, sometimes the church makes you believe like that's exactly what you have to do. You have to kneel and and pray. Like that's the only way he's gonna yeah. live. And it's like, no, like God's with you at all times. Like, yeah. I'm a strong believer in that. Like I said, like they told me, like God will hear your cries. Yeah. And and you know, he heard your cry that night. Yeah, it was weird. Um and I, I remember that piece. Even now, I, I still remember the feeling. That feeling came back right now. And, you know, again, I know we're going to talk. We'll bullshit. We'll say, well, you know, talk about, you know, people being used up to, you know. <laughs> but that's just who I am. I hella joke yeah. around. My humor is different, man. And I, I love that about you, that you're willing to admit that, you know, because, again, we forget to pray. We get too busy for God. But that's one thing that's so gracious about God is that he'll still be there. Yeah, 100%. you know, and he won't like He's he says, leave you. yeah, or forsake you. He says, you know, yeah. and that's what I love about my faith and my belief. And I know God is working on me, you know, because one thing I've learned, especially doing shows like this, you know, because on the first show, when it first started, I was like being all, you know, some kind of way. But on the camera, off the camera, I was wild now. You know, I was like, well, you're a hypocrite, <laughs> you know. And I started hearing myself speak when I'm editing. I was like, I got to stop this. I got to change. I got to change. Not perfection. You know, I'm trying to, you I'm just, just progression. You, at all yeah. times. you know, so it showed me that, you know, if she can look at me and be proud, my kids can look at me and be proud and they know it's real then that's where I feel like my true integrity character kicks in. And, you know, and now doing this, I feel more comfortable. I feel more at ease and not worried, you know, because again, I say a lot of colorful stuff, but I don't care, <laughs> you know? And again, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be 100% open with my humaneness. Like you, be, yeah, we're human. You so if you want to act like you up here, you, you don't belong in my world. You know, I, I remember saying something in the first podcast and I, I saw your reaction, you know, and I never got back to it. But I said, you know, I'm not here to connect with people who think they have it together. I want to connect with people that, you know, you know, <laughs> then you're like, you know, you kind of give like that. What the hell? This mother, you know, and to certain part of me, that is still true. But I feel like, you know, God's grace is for everyone. So who yeah. am I to not hold people to that to or myself to that? You know, and so it, it's those who want to be in my life who I want in my life, you know. And so, again, that's why I'm having you here. That's why we're talking about this. You know, we're keeping it we're keeping it 100, I really yeah. believe, you know. And so outside of all that, you know, I know you said you're in you're your like, key. You're like, now that we're all depressed. No, we're not. No, I'm good, you know. But outside of all that, you said you're still working on commercials. You're still getting yeah. in the gigs or, you know, acting, yeah. right? Are you, like, you, you're an actress too, right? You're doing that stuff, no? No? I act a fool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be acting a poop. All good with that. But like you said, you're still booking commercials just to do I, I do commercials. Yeah. It's, it's honestly my outlet. Do I consider myself an actress or anything like that? What the heck? No. Yeah. Never. Like I said, until I'm fucking Kim Kardashian. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, you got to work hard. You got to work hard. Exactly. Yeah. Did like you girl. see those memes? Like, all right, work hard. They show a picture of her and Ray J. Yeah. I was like, Dang. I, Yeah. <laughs> exactly that was my thing i'm like baby girl come on <laughs> like yeah. your first work was yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, your first job it no, was that no, good I, good? I, no. I, yeah i put your first job was right oh that's that's so real like yeah but again she capitalized she capitalized thought, <laughs> hey yeah at the, at the time i thought that was a pretty i thought it was a knee slapper but <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny but yeah no um i do commercials you know i'm Honestly, like, I don't know. I like it. 
I enjoy it. It's my outlet to everything. Like, yeah. yes, you know, uh, I've worked with like, I can say every production company in the valley here which is great i get along with every single one of them um whenever they need me they know they can call me um yeah i like it you know um like i said the the national stuff you know hopefully manifesting that it comes in yeah come on girl (laughs) bring all that you know beads i got some right there you know just twiddle that shit you know exactly you know come on baby jesus hook it up you know like where do you see yourself then like nationally where do you feel like is that do you want to be like a spokesperson do you want to be just national commercials what do you want what do you want um honestly i want to go back to doing the public speaking and to do it just how my pastor does it like my pastor can you know hold a conference with like ten thousand people in a stadium and i want to do the same thing what's your message my message is just pretty much just telling my story everything i've been through it's it's been rough you know but it's more more so never to give up Mm. and and to just not take yourself too serious you know i would tell my mom all the time this past year that like it's weird i see life completely different like i see it because i've been you know, in my deathbed so many times, I see life just so different. Like, what comes after this? We don't know. You no. know, so like right now, it's like, why are you going to get mad over, you know, I don't know, somebody hitting you or something? It's like, dude, just move on. Sometimes I sit there, I'm like, what is pain? Yeah. You know, like, what is it? What is the heat, for example? Yeah. You know, what is needing to go use the restroom? Like, mm. what is it? And, and if you sit down and you really think about that stuff, you're like, damn, like you're just like this kind of floating thing that just goes on through this life. That's true. And, and that's just kind of how I feel. And that's what I want people to kind of know and understand, like whenever I do these speaking engagements, mm-hmm. you know, and and I think what motivates people for whatever reason is that I was able to do the pageants while in chemo. But mm-hmm. it was like, you can do it, too. It's tough. Yeah. But you can do it, too. You know, it's if if you really want to do something, you can do it. Yeah. Hell yeah. And what's stopping you? Mm-hmm. It's like nothing but yourself. That's true. But I mean, that's a dope message. Like you said, um, again, we take for granted those little things, you know, just breathing. And, you know, again, when you're speaking, I, I want to I always want to find the relatability. Yeah. You know, in what you're saying, because relatability is huge. Like I said, dude, you spoke that shit into existence. That's right. Freaking here. Yeah, dude, seriously. And. Again, when you speak it, because, again, one of the things, again, biblically, the Bible says that everything that has breath, praise the Lord. And I couldn't breathe. I couldn't pray. I couldn't sing. I couldn't really just (coughs) hold this type of conversation. And it's hard. It was it was (coughs) it made me realize, like, man, just simple breathing. I just we take for granted. Mm -hmm. And it's like I couldn't. Yeah, we couldn't do that. And and it's crazy because you think of it you know in that situation because you were in that hospital for a really long time mm-hmm. and y- your perspective is that like shoot, i took for granted to breathe but it's like sometimes even like when you're sick you know and and you have like the flu or whatever stuff you know you're like damn like i remember you know <laughs> yesterday i could breathe yeah but it's like that's what i'm saying it's like those little things like yeah. what is it though yeah yeah. yeah, that's real. That's what's up. I love that message that you that you have. Um, again, that's why I wanted to have you on. I know you have a message. I know you have a testimony. I know you have something to talk about. And again, I didn't ask all the pageantry questions because it's <laughs> Google it. It's all out there. I Googled Dude, it. It is out there. Yeah. 
You know, and so and to me, yeah, I was chip. I was like, Andrea Andrade. Yeah. Deal. The fact, you know? yeah, the fact that you can actually Google me now. Yeah. Well, ever since. Look at you while, got that like, clout. What's like, up? What? <laughs> no, I think that's pretty cool. That is. I respect that because there is there is a level of, there is a huge level of hard work behind it. Consistency, mm-hmm. you know, and on top of that, it's just like you said, that's your drive, that's your passion. And pff, who wants a real job if you know you can just be successful that way, you know? It, it, to me, that's the real deal, you know. So I love the fact that you have this message. And, again, that's why I wanted you on and to really tell that story, you know, because, again, everyone can look up the pattern. See, I watched some of your podcasts you've been on with other people, and they ask the same old generic questions. Oh, yeah. And I'm like. I had a podcast with these two guys. What was it called? I forgot what it was called. Uh, something like If You Know or some shit like that. Oh No, it was called That's How You Feel. Uh-huh. And. They crack me the fuck up. Yeah. You know, I like doing stuff like that. <laughs> like, if I can just sit there and, like, just make jokes all the time, I'm like, I'm cool with that. Hell yeah. Same here again. Laugh. Laugh at it, man. Have a good time. And, you know, again, that's why, again, why we're here. That's why I want to talk to you. You know, finally get you on and really, um, you know, because, again, we I definitely want to make this a recurrent, reoccurring thing, you know, because if you have something to talk about, you have an event, dude, we'll go, we'll unplug all this, and we'll shoot it. We'll go over there. I'm serious. I That's... like that kind of stuff. Yeah, we did that once with Fuego, and yeah. it was a lot of fun. Uh-huh. We're, dude, we're actually, Grizzlies invited us April 8th, you know. Oh, for the first day? Yeah, what? opening day. Yeah, That's I mean, awesome. it, it's fun. We have a lot of cool things planned. I know um, Ray has a, he loves the brand. He loves the, the whole meaning behind it because grizzlies is still here he's like we went through all this shit but we're still here man he says i resonate with that you know we had our launch party and he they let us use that place for free kodiak club i was like Damn. Awesome. i was you like all right should do it yeah you guys should do it and invite me dude we, well we already did the launch party <laughs> no we're, the um the opening day oh no dude, no we are april 8th you guys come oh, out yeah. jump on the pod i'm serious we'll do that yeah. again april 8th we'll be out there and I mean, well, we were out there. We had a great time. Thanks for jumping on. <laughs> you know, but seriously, y'all need to come out. Yeah, we pre we pre-record this. Y'all don't hate. You know, but seriously, jump on because I know there's um they have the low rider events coming up. They have the taco truck throwdown. And we're in talks of doing remote pods there. And he said that they want a, another outlet of promotion. He said, because news stations, they send out press releases. Nobody comes. And if they run it, it's a 40-second VO. That's crazy. That's Haters. crazy because the Grizzlies are just so big, like yep. here. But uh-huh. also, like you have to think about it, like the Central Valley and Fresno, like we suck at anything. <laughs> you know, like we suck unless we're winning at something. Yeah, and no one gives a shit. Yeah, like that's just the way it is. Yeah, that's real. I mean, I I, you, I agree. You're not wrong. Um, I'm like, I think I just said that the Grizzlies suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do have five, you know, champions. Uh, was it World Series? But they they one thing I do. <laughs> No, they don't. Uh, I like Ray. We're going to delete like this part. <laughs> hey, welcome back. <laughs> you know, but what's so dope again? I'm excited to be a part of that. You know, we're going to. I like that. That's that's what I mean. Like, I mean, if you can partner up with a brand like that, like that's pretty legit. Like yeah. we've done it with them too, you know, yeah. and then partnered up. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. It took you like a second to get. <laughs> no, I don't like, wait, what? <laughs> but. No, seriously, y'all need to come out, man, because uh, we're going to be selling our merch. We have some merch coming in. Um, we have a good connection with somebody that can just make stuff quick, especially like we're on New Era stuff. And they, I want to get you guys some shirts, you know, that we have right now and another one. But 
I mean, other than that, um, is there anything else that you feel like, you know, people want to know what you got going on? Anything you like, you're like, hey, man, anything going on with you? Buy my used bags, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you, she sells used bags. <laughs> buy my thrifted shit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, hilarious. All right, well, cool. Let's, um, dude, jump on here, Chris. Let's talk about yeah, your. Um, sit on my lap. All right, everybody. This is the bonus episode. We got my boo boo. What's up, baby? Lubber. If Andrea, you call me your blubber, lubber. God, I'm. I've gained a little bit of weight, but that much. I've gained weight, man. No, but we got my man. If Andre ever hurts you, dude, I got you. I, I'll take care. I know. Of I got a backup. I treat you like the queen you deserve yeah, right. to be, <laughs> bro. Let's catch up. How you been? I know you were sitting there, you know, getting all video. You're getting all the angles right. I was, you know, yeah. The all the good 13 Pro Max. Yeah, all the all the behind the scenes coverage mm, on the cool. on the gram. Yeah, that's this guy. This guy right yeah. here, bro. How Pro. you been? Good man. I've been yeah. good. Yeah. A lot of new changes in your life. Yeah, I think uh, one thing that I've discovered about life is you just have to be comfortable with change. You know what I mean? Shit I changes change. all the time. She hates change. Yeah. But it's like the more comfortable you become with change, the more adaptable you become. And it's just, you're not as unpleased and unhappy with life if you can just deal with change. Preach on it. Listen. <laughs> you're like, wait. Yeah, dude, I fucking hate this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't care how much he preaches. I'm like, I fucking hate this. <laughs> <Yeah>. It sucks. <laughs> can things go back to normal? Exactly. So what do you guys got going on? I know you're not with... Uh, FC no more or Fuego and yeah. I don't know can we say that do we yeah. have to bleep it out okay yeah, yeah. so what kind of like bleep it yeah out. do, do, do we need to bleep it or you know I like, thought I was part joining Nips FC <laughs> oh Nips are we FC starting a, something dude the new ones Nip slips FC <laughs> Nip slips FC yeah no uh, what sparked all that is like you know I spent the last two years with uh, Fuego and it's crazy to think about when. You, you know, I got, I got into sports 10 years ago, 11 yeah. years ago now with the goal and the dream of one day becoming a president of a, of a professional sports organization. And I was able to, to get there with, with my hometown club. And, uh, what an amazing thing to spend two years helping build that organization up and where it's at today. And their opening day is coming up here pretty soon, May 7. And so super excited to see kind of where they're going. But I think throughout the process, and I think I spoke a little bit about this last time. It's like, there's a, I'm a shitty person to be like, if you're my boss, it sucks. Your mm -hmm. life sucks. Um, because I'm fucking opinionative and all of these things. And, and I think I realized over these two years that it's important for me to at least at one point in my life, be my own boss mm -hmm. and, uh, and take a little bit of a leap of faith and be an entrepreneur and, uh, and, and work for myself. And, um, I feel really proud of the work that we did with Fuego. I'm really proud of where they're at today. I think yeah. there's a ton of positive things. Um, some of the players that we were able to acquire, I think are really going to be incredible members of the community, but also really shine bright on a, on a national scale. Um, but I needed to work for myself. I wanted to be able to earn my own income and, uh, a couple of years ago, we decided to start a business called CSA Events and Entertainment. And the reason that I started it, uh, that we started it in the first place was that during my time with the Fresno Grizzlies, shout out the Grizzlies, um, mm. I was the stadium operations director and I got to book a number of special events at the stadium. 
one of which was the Santian Entertainment Concerts, which, uh, in my opinion, aside from maybe the Fresno Fair and Fresno State Football, are pretty much the largest events that happen in Fresno. They're huge. 15 to 20,000 people. Um, they don't get the coverage that I think they deserve because they're huge events in our community. They're Hispanic events, they're Spanish-speaking events. But I built an incredible relationship with uh, Chris Santillan and his partners, and um, we proved a model. We, we, I was on the stadium side, they were on the promotion side, and we worked together to create this incredible experience for fans to come out to a ballpark and experience a Hispanic concert that traditionally would have happened at like a, a rodeo grounds. Yeah. So this model just really took off. And, and in 2019, we took it to Sacramento. We took really? it to Modesto, both highly successful. Uh, and then the pandemic hit in 2020 and shut down all concerts. So we were kind of doing it as like a side hustle. And I thought it may be a side hustle. And uh, December of last year, uh, I was approached by the group that said, hey, we'd love to, to work with you. And we'd love for you to, to run our, our wow. nationwide tour. Um, so our business was able to acquire the contract and now we're running a nationwide, two nationwide tours, um, that will go from Seattle, Washington, all the way to Miami and back. So it's extremely exciting. Um, y'all need help. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) I want to go. Yeah. Yeah. I want to play. But that's where we're at today. So we're doing that full time now. Um, and it's been honestly the best thing ever. I, I think the, the challenge of working a nine to five um, is just Sucks. you don't yeah you don't have the freedom that yeah. you need to really I think enjoy life the way that um, we're we're able to spend our time now and enjoy life you know on the days that we can so it's given me a lot more ability to be I think more of a help and uh, more connected with Andrea I, I feel like there were many times where I wasn't able to be there because I had to be at work. Yeah. Um, so now it's like, there are many times, like even on our chemo weeks, I can work from home, you know, and I can work right there with her. And if she needs something, I'm there for her. Um, so that was a huge part, but, uh, yeah, we're just, we're stoked and excited about this new endeavor. That's dope, man. Um, so right now, what do you guys got planned and lined up? What are you guys working on? Anything? I mean, I don't know if it's G14 classified. No, or, no, nothing's classified. You know. We're excited. Yeah, we've got 40 dates that are being booked throughout the country. We've already Ooh. booked probably 25 or 30 of them. Are you going to all these events? Or? Yeah, yeah, the majority of them. Yeah. yeah. And it's crazy. And and I think he sells, him, his, he sells himself short a lot of the times because his potential is always there. How to push him yeah, to get that shit him. done, yeah. you know, and... And it wasn't just that. It's like, yeah, we have, you know, we had an expectation to be like, hey, we have 40 dates for you to book in like this year. Yeah. And he was able to book them in like a month, which is like it shows a lot, you know, about a person and his worth ethic and just the way he is in general. And, you know, and his partner. Ah. Hey, <laughs> all, was it was it 45, 55 or something like that? You or know, it's, it, it's crazy, though, because I, I do, you know, a lot of credit goes this way because I think a lot of us always talk about what we want to do. And we have real trouble actually doing just it. doing it. Now, I want to say like a lot, all, a lot of men. 
a lot of men yeah yeah yeah. like you a lot of men are dreamers Mm -hmm. and you're like man i'd love to do this one day or do that one day and then you get through your nine to five and then you go to do whatever like you know the man of the house and provider and that sort of stuff so uh, it's scary it's scary to be like well what do i do what if this doesn't work yeah you know to give up a guaranteed paycheck every month you know what i mean because again we're a family of five my wife's like you need to do it Leave mm-hmm. that comfortable job. And she was like telling me, I was like, babe, I'm scared. Don't be a bitch. Go do it. Right, Laura? I mean. Yeah. Well, he was miserable in his, in exactly. his demeanor and he hated going to right. work. And yeah. so it's like, you love this. Just let's just do it. And yeah. Borrow people's equipment and then you get good and you can buy your own equipment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how it started. You know, you're right. Because, again, she, we need like we need that push and you know again we get insecure and and when we uh took the step we made more those two months on than we did in a whole year wow yeah a nine to five kind of job yeah we're like so we're like we were struggling paycheck to paycheck and then we started stepping out in faith (laughs) and we're like we have money left over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, let's go somewhere. Wow. Yeah. You know? And you know that's what? It's like, it's, it's a, it's a team effort. And I feel like that's where a lot of people miss out, you know, and, and we talk about this a lot because it's like, she's got her own life. I've got my own life, but we're stronger as a unit. We're stronger together. Like nice. the areas where I'm weak or the areas where she's weak, which she won't admit any of those, but <laughs> you're not weak. You're strong, girl. No, we it, queen. <laughs> it's uh, you compliment each other and two right. are definitely stronger than one. And people that learn, I think how to, you know, work together. It can go bad sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you can talk about work all the time and you could be like, Bro, you know, yeah. get sick of your wife because she's telling you what to do at work all the time. You don't like being told what to do. She's blah like right blah blah. Next to me every day. Yeah, go to but, bed with her. Wake up. It's like, damn right. it, leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I I'm think like, when you so find <laughs> when, <laughs> still here, you're taking this shit too literal. Here. Yeah, you come know? on, go somewhere. <laughs> go somewhere. Next woman. podcast is get out of here. <laughs> That's hers, huh? Yeah, that's yeah, hers. Yeah, real, left man. him. Left him podcast. What's up, girls? Let's talk about it. But yeah. no, yeah, you're right. Keep going. I mean, that's real, man, because, again, it's funny you say that because we we uh, shot with some friends of ours actually that's making our merch. Print Theory, shout out those guys, Daniel and Sarah. They, they're a husband and wife, and they started in the garage, man, and now they have a big, they have a dope setup. And if you guys need merch, I highly suggest go through these guys. Because their attention to detail, their skills, man, they're doing stuff that I've never seen and dude and they're doing it for us. And um but my wife, maybe you can tell them about what you're talking about, because I don't want to take that. Um about what you and Sarah talking about. Oh, husband. she was just saying that you guys that we should do a podcast about um couples that work together, mm. that run a business together, you know. She said, you know, because I can't ask my husband, how was your day? She goes, cause I know everything he did today. I know everything that happened. Um, so when does, um, you're not a, you're not a working partner when you're a wife, like when does it stop and, you know, connect on a husband wife level instead of like a partner. partner. Yeah. That's honestly super hard. I think like, I think for whatever reason we've been able to do it well, but you know, we have, we have friends that, that struggle with that, you know, that work together. And it's, it is a challenge because you're going to have differing opinions and your way of thinking as a man and a woman is always different. Like we have testosterone. You guys don't have a ton of it. Like it changes the way our mind works, Yeah. you know? And I think that it, uh, it can be tough at times, but people that do it together, I mean, I think that 
the sky's the limit yeah. and, and not being restricted to like clocking in and out and being, you know, working for somebody else or that's getting rich and you're trading your time for money. Yo. Like when you stop doing those things, um, yeah, like I said, the potential is limitless. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I did. I got tired of working at, um, news station. They're using all my ideas and I ain't getting shit for it. You know, I got tired. I was like, I thought of that and I'm still getting paid what I got paid. What the hell? And they're that's making, how I am. yeah, I get mad. I did too. I got mad. I was like, I'm quitting, you know, I'm doing me. And I got, it's like, you know, I'm just going to make my money off this creativity and it's paid off. I mean, man, we're still doing this. We're, you know, still here making, making this thing work. And I think what you guys got going on, what do you guys got going on local? What do you guys got planned here locally? There's a show April. I think it's April 16th at Chansey Park. Um, there'll be a big uh, Banda concert. Here's another interesting thing. I'm not completely fluent in Spanish. And I'm, good. I'm a white dude, you know, working in a in a space that's hey, you really a baddie white dude. I'll just say that <laughs> you a baddie, bro. <laughs> You're my favorite Native American. That's what's up. Let's go. <laughs> you know, but it, but it's it's an interesting place to be at and working it in. Is. It's like, how the fuck does this even happen? I don't know. You know how. what I mean? You yeah. have 20,000 people attending these events. The fucking band players are mexican the attendees are mexican the promoters are mexican fucking everybody's mexican and you have this guy essentially running all that shit it's like what the hell how does this even happen miklo, i think man. it's pretty cool it's miklo right there yeah i love that now i mean we should do something i should like we should bring this whole pod and you guys because you said you want to start a podcast too right yeah i miss that am yeah i, I will I, say that's I, the one I, thing I, I miss the most about you know all things at Fuego. I loved hosting El Show. Mm -hmm. I really hope that they continue that. I think we had a good thing going there. Um, now that the players are in, it's really exciting. But no, it's something I enjoyed. Um, I listened to a lot of podcasts. So hey, listen yeah. to mine, bro. Come yeah. on, man. I want to do it. I do, of course. <laughs> I know. But dude, let's let's. I mean, let's do something. I don't mind because our setup too is portable. Mm -hmm. we, we can be hella portable and be fully work everything works you know mm -hmm. if we want to go live we can go live too you know we're, mm -hmm. we're built for that now and i mean that'd be dope to do something on that 16th man and really yeah. and let you guys host it of course it. yeah let's guys, do it i mean are you do you want to start one do you have an idea or do you feel like it's like mm, i want to but no no no. i definitely do um he's been wanting to do one for a while yeah, yeah. i think chris really needs to but be then, chris yeah his, oh 100 and i think that's great but sometimes too it's like well, we just started this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's going, to be honest with you, it's going in the perfect direction. Nice. Did we think it was going to happen like this? No. It surpassed our expectations. Hell and yeah. it's like, well, shit, like, what do we even do? Do we even have that time anymore mm -hmm. to do, you know, a lot of things? Yeah. So, um, so the 16th, like, how does all that work? How do you guys, like, plan an event? How do you guys get a hold, set everything up, vendors? all that how's that work yeah the uh i mean obviously the first and most important thing is we're doing all of these mostly at sports venues yeah which is cool um is there a particular reason why or is it just because yeah 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 there is so generally <laughs> these shows used to happen mostly at rodeo grounds or maybe convention centers because they're they're bailes they're dances yeah um these are these are music 
this is music that you don't want to sit down in your seat and just and just watch. It's there not that no type of show, now, yeah. right? There's no seats. So, but the problem is, is that they're long shows, six, eight hours, because there are multiple bands performing. And if you take your wife, it's like, and she's in high heels and all this <laughs> stuff. Is she really going to want to stand for six, seven, eight hours? Um, and stay at the show. Probably not. So you're probably going to come towards the end or later and miss yeah. a good portion of it. So being inside of a, a sports facility, we're using the field. So the, the stage is out on the field. All the people are dancing out on the field. And then if you want to go hang out in the seats, there's seats for you to hang out. Nice, yeah. And then you can go on the concourse and, and chill you're if you the, want. The, the, it's the best of both worlds. And I for some of these this. bands that are coming from Mexico, you know, they've played different places, but it's like, Holy shit, I'm playing at a freaking major league soccer stadium, major league baseball stadium, yeah. a, a minor league park, wherever. There's a cool factor to it that amplifies their persona, their image. Yeah. Um, so so you, that's why it works perfectly. That's dope. Well, how do you guys know like which bands they hit up that like, who are the ones that like get together? Like, everyone all excited. Yeah, fortunately our partners are are tuned in every day to who's Who's on the top of the ranks? Mm. Who's top on Spotify? They follow Los Spotify a lot. Los <laughs> Bookies is huge. Yeah. yeah. A little bit different style of music than what we're doing. We're mostly doing regional Mexican music, which is yeah. like banda. So like yeah. Los Tigres del Norte or um, Banda Mese. Oh, you like that? You like <laughs> the little bit of spice? <laughs> your hair on the back of your neck. I see it standing up. Hold on. I'm not going to sit up for a while. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back to Jesus. Go ahead. But that's dope. I mean... Yeah. How do you know you wanted to get into it? Because like you said, all these Mexicans and there's Chris Wilson. You know, I've never, I honestly, I've never known, and I don't even expect to, to know anymore. Everything that's kind of happened to me is feelingly like it's it's just happened. Like it's it's been a path. I mean, I I loved baseball. I grew up playing baseball. I got to work for the Fresno Grizzlies after you know wanting to get into sports. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I randomly start running concerts for for the Grizzlies, and now it's paved this path. So that's what I mean by saying just be comfortable with change because it's like if you kind of see this path being laid out in front of you, sometimes like don't resist it. Just just go. Oh, come on. You preaching. And we're going to pass the offering basket around. <laughs> Cash app Chris Wilson. Yeah. Um, but like what is your role? What is your part? What do you like? What are you doing as far as um, the, CS, the, the CSA entertainment and all that? What are you doing? I take his money. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best job ever. I'm not hating. <laughs> no, a lot of the times, uh, well, obviously, like, I always say this, and I know, like, I get shit for it, but it's, honestly, I feel like it's, like, a man's world sort of thing. So it's, like, he takes care of the main things, and I just, like, support him. I do any yeah. of the marketing and stuff. So, like, for example, the April 16th show, I do, like, the interviews. I'm literally, like, the only one that's allowed to do the interviews. Oh, shit. Huh? Really? Yeah. And it's That's like, dope. yeah, so I do that, you know, I, anything that has to do with like marketing, it's on me. Bro, we, I'm serious. We should bring this out and I'll, I'll record it all for you. And you have like, you can talk to the band, you can mm -hmm. talk to them. We'll... Yeah, that's, I'm telling you, that's what I do. And I freaking love it. And you'll kill it. I guarantee you, yeah. you always do. So, I mean, it's fine. I mean, it's, that's, I don't want to over push. We're like, yeah, Jose, no. we're telling you, yeah, but oh yeah, yeah. no, yeah, <laughs> totally, we could do it. I mean, we've got the facility on that day. There's gonna be a lot of people there. It's gonna be a good time. So that's what's up, man. I mean, now back to your podcast. Have you thought about names? Because I know you probably have. You know, I don't want you to. We'll bleep it out too if you don't want no one steal yeah, it too. No, so I. Uh, this is the first time I'm talking about it. Um, I want to call it. 
and I want to talk about marijuana. Ooh, really? I want to talk about how um, the eff- I want to talk about all the different. I I think there's this this villainization of mar- marijuana Excellent. that has happened um, that's really unfortunate, and I think for a lot of people it's been an eye-opening, extremely positive experience for a lot of people. Um, I know for me, it makes me introspective. It makes me thoughtful. It makes me more loving. And there's a lot of things, um, as we've studied a lot about cancer, that has been just an extremely positive thing about the utilization of uh, Miranol, which is a a marijuana-based product that they give people that have cancer, the medical marijuana itself. And so I just have become overly fascinated um, with the legalization of marijuana and where it's going. And I think the impact that it has on society. So um, I, yeah, th- th- I think that's kind of what I want to do. And I want to talk to people that are growing it. I want to talk to people that are prescribing it. I want to talk to people that are opening up new uh, stores here nice. in town, like, uh, you know, cookies and lemonade and all these other local folks so i'd love to dive into that because it's it's something i think would be i mean i haven't heard much about it or know much people talking about it you know i mean like my sister smokes it every day she's how much does she spend a day on that like 140 a day almost three four hundred bucks a day bro she should how in the hell grow it in a closet (laughs) yeah well she was growing it at once yeah i ain't trying to like call her out like cops go get the you know no it's you can do it now but you you don't need a car to grow it uh, under a certain amount of plants you can grow recreationally i got some boxes out in the back right now we can grow that right now son yeah yeah because she made hella money on her first batch she was like she she made a lot like 10 15 grand oh wow no she made 30 30 oh dang really it's a good amount yeah, she lied to your ass. She lied to your ass. you ain't getting nothing. Uh, they sold it uh, to somebody in Monterey or something yeah. like that. Wow. Yeah, yeah and I go to those good places. Huh? Yeah, you good, go to good, both. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, we need to hustle with the with both at the same place. So are the, you like? Do you grow or do you? No, like, no but I but I want to? I love the. So I've had many close friends who have, and I think that it's 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 so interesting to see the. It's a science. It you is. know what I mean? It and I think is. the more and more people learn about it, it's like, you know, you, you gave me a beer earlier from a cool brewery down in, in Oceanside, California. And it's like a hundred years ago, alcohol was illegal. Yeah. Prohibition was yep. in place. The same place we were 10 years ago with marijuana. Mm-hmm. And uh, Budweiser came into existence and all these other big brands, right? And we're seeing that in marijuana with cookies and lemonade and yeah. some of these other really, really big brands. But there's going to be the local home craft growers that are growing in, you know, in, in people's houses or backyards or warehouses or whatever, yeah. that is going to be a really cool, like brewery type of feeling as we, as we go through this legalization process. Oh, right. And, and eventually just like breweries will exist, there will be marijuana grows that have smoke shops Hell or like yeah. cigar shops. And so being on the cutting edge of what is kind of the future, I think of, uh, of that is it's exciting. Dude, let's do something then, man. I want to, again, I, dude, I even told you on your post, I was like, dude, whatever you need, sign me up. I'm here for you guys. 100% I am. Because I, I fucking love you both, man. I'm like, I love, love you, you guys. too. <laughs> you don't get all emotional here, man. But seriously, you guys, your vibe, everything you guys are, just look at, I'm like happy you guys are here. I'm like, awesome. you know, I'm like, no, oh, stop. <laughs> you, guys are, you guys are awesome people, man. You guys are killing Thank it. Thank you, and likewise. You, what, 
Thank you. And what I love about again our conversation before is like your your whole demeanor. I respect and look up to because you still are planning for a future, and I one hundred percent believe. I'm like, why should I not? No, no, <laughs> here we've you, been talking. You know, <laughs> God, you ain't be talking shit up there, you know. No, you are. You're you're actually still planning for the future, and you're yeah. making it work. And it is what it is. And I think your guys' vibe, man. There's got to be a good harvest coming your way there's something that you guys been tilling the ground of your life all this hard work and you guys about to reap a big it, is, harvest, it, it is but i will say today is you know what i mean yeah. like today is a blessing like every day is a blessing Excellent. the way that that we get to spend time together we have so much we have a shitload of fun together we do random stupid shit but then we also just talk hang out it. at home what's the what you guys have <clears throat> let's see yeah, yeah. You, guys, you guys pull the swing out <laughs> chris got the ball in your mouth got the yeah. beads <laughs> i looked like one of those pigs that's getting roasted <laughs> like what what do you guys talk about your relationship because i know do a lot of dudes still creep in your dms send you weirdies yeah but I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, I don't pay attention to it yeah Hey, she got a man, Chris Wilson, man. We're about to do. You're literally like the only one that like exposes me like that. What the fuck, man? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, damn damn it! I did that last time. (laughs) You guys gonna have a big argument? We're not even going to the soccer game. I'm dropping your ass out. (laughs) We're about to go to the soccer game. That's right. Yeah, Yeah. Chivas. Chivas. Yeah, see, like we do stuff like that. Like, I mean, we the event stuff is amazing. We get to enjoy those on both ends. You know, and then mm. stuff like this, we get to enjoy that also. Like, and, and it's something that kind of, you know, I grew up with it. I don't understand it too, too much. But then he was, you know, the president of the team. So it's just like, oh, it makes makes kind of sense. So so um, all that kind of stuff, we blend it in and we kind of just decide to go along with it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But we yeah. do work a lot. When yeah. It comes down to, oh, yeah. I mean, we kind of have to. <laughs> it's just you two. Huh? Yeah, hell yeah. That's dope. You know, again, I'm glad you guys came on. I'm glad you guys jumped on and really again I want to reconnect. Last time I saw you guys, I was in the wheelchair, you know, and definitely wanted to We're con- proud of you, man. We've yeah. seen I mean shit, this last year's been crazy for everybody and yeah. to see where you're at and getting all fat now. I'm loving it. <laughs> Got more rolls and a loaf of bread, you know. <laughs> So you it, and me both. Hey, so yeah, let's do it together. This was a medium, you know? <laughs> but no, I'm serious. It's what's so cool about it. Not because that when I had that downtime, I had a lot of thinking, a lot of planning, a lot of undoing, and to face all that to be where I'm at today is is, is a huge perspective. Because what's like the what? What do you think was the number one? You know, if let's say that that this is all on purpose, right? Like God's got a plan for us, and what do you think? you learned from your experience getting COVID and going through double pneumonia to appreciate her. Yeah. That's it. Cause all I was every time I text her every day, if I got so used to being around her every day with this you business take that shit for granted. I did. And I didn't realize how much and she probably gonna start crying, but I didn't <laughs> realize how much I really, really missed her and loved her. Mm-hmm. I love my kids. But I tell my kids, I love mom more than all three of you clowns. <laughs> you know, they're like, what? I said, like, that's wifey right there. Yeah. You know, and I that's what brought perspective. And I didn't realize how important she was to me. Yeah. I forgot. Because I just so, I'm so used to it. I'm so used to the hustle, the grind. That's why I'm like, over all that. It's like, it's nothing. I was nothing. Because she was the only one there for me. Only one feeding me. Only one 
when I came home that first time, she she couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep, so she was with me. And on top of that, she had to get up in the morning, take care of mom life, all that. And there was not one minute she spent for herself. Mm. And I'm like, damn, that that was the only thing. And then, obviously, my kids, you know how much like I ignored them when I'm working. Like my son would come here, look, dad, look at this Roblox thing I made. I'm like, oh yeah, and just. And subconsciously, I remember in the hospital, I remember him walking away just like, yeah, all right, hurt. I'm like, damn it, I wish I could take that back. Damn it, I wish I would have been like, dude, that's sick. You know, but now everything, I'm, I'm very aware of all this, you know. And so that was huge for me, man, because I wouldn't be here without her. Wouldn't, 100% wouldn't be. <clears throat> I forget the name of the guy. He was on Rogan, but he said something like, um, you live two lives. <clears throat> the first one comes before you realize that you only have one. <clears throat> and it's like uh, pretty interesting when you have life and death scenarios that happen so close to you that make you think about things a lot differently. Nothing mattered. You know, when I first, again, when I first stood up to look at myself in the mirror, this big old emotional breakdown, I looked dead, I looked gray, looked, just didn't look like me. And I was just gone. And my, my wife and my kids, all three of them came in and started praying for me, man. And my daughter prayed, you know, God, you stripped my dad down to nothing. Nothing matters. You know, she told me, she's a dad, God brought you down to you, that you're nothing without him. It's like, dang, you're 15 years old and you're preaching at me, girl. And she had some words that spoke life. I'm like, that's a testament to mom. That's a testament to how we raised them. And do she took that authority herself and just really spoke it. That's awesome. Mm. You know, my older one too. And you know, my all three of them was, it was crazy. You they know, their dad. Yeah. Them too. You know, it's a reflection for the entire family. Like you can't take anything for granted. Mm -hmm. You might not be here tomorrow. Yeah. And so it was, it was weird. Not funny. It was, it was funny. But the second time I went in, I had a conversation with all of them. Three in the morning, I knew I was going to go back to the hospital, but I had this feeling I wasn't going to come back. And I apologized. I was like, I apologize for making you feel like you guys were scared on thin ice with me or walking on eggshells around me. If I made you feel like, oh, is dad in the mood today? Do I avoid him? Do I? I was like, and I made you feel like you couldn't be you around me. And I apologize for being that father to you. And I never want you guys not be who God has called you to be, not because you think it makes me happy or makes mom happy, but it makes you happy. You know, we want you guys to be that, you know. And then they, after that conversation, we went through what we went through and finally came home. I seen a different personality, man, and all three of them, they're, they're like all of them, their skills, their personalities, the way they talk, the way they think, the way they act has just tripled and, I don't know. It's just crazy to see them for, for who they are. And it's a blessing, you know, and, and they're real direct with me now too. Their kids are direct. Lily, my middle one, she's really, she keeps me accountable. Like if I say something, dad, you said it, you got to do it. And dude, I'm like, it keeps me in check, self-aware. That's cool. Of it, you know? And so that to me is where I've been, you know, and a lot of people still don't know the story, the fullness of it. Cause again, a lot of people hit us up. Cause they want to know, cause they get COVID. They're like, Hey, let's hit up Jose. Cause he's been through, yeah. he had the worst of yeah, it. That yeah, everyone, yeah. everyone's telling me like, dude, you're the only one we know that went through. You went through what you went through and we want to know how you got through it. So we've been helping people, you mm -hmm. know, and stuff. So mm -hmm. we're trying to make the best of that and, you know, reciprocate what 
we learned the hard way, you know, what worked and what didn't work, man, because shit was tough. It yeah. was tough, man. I hope it's over. I hope so, too, dude. I think it's over. I mean, they're not talking about it anymore. Freaking war in Ukraine, Ukraine. now. You know, it's like, yep. oh, all of a sudden, COVID gone. But I'm, I don't want to go there. I see the look like, <laughs> this guy's soapbox. But not for real. Yeah. <laughs> fucking government fucking wokeness <laughs> you know woke and all that we, shit we always joke around like that how we blame everything on the government <laughs> yeah it's yeah. all the government like dude, we didn't wake up this morning it's like fucking government we <laughs> <laughs> ran out of prices. toilet paper <laughs> 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 fucking inflation <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is so true man um but no let's i mean i think we're good man let's um Let's stay connected, y'all. I'm serious. Of course. Um, use my number, dude. I know you're not that busy no more. You know, you, yeah. you go have spooning sessions, man. You can be the dominant I'm a, spoon. You know, I'm, I'm a bad friend sometimes. <laughs> I'm a good I, I forgive, man. Definitely good. want to chill with y'all. I'm serious. Let's yeah. go on a date night, man. Let's chill. Yeah. Let's go get some beers. Let's chill, hang out. You know, because, again, we, I, again, there's only certain people I want in my life. You know, that's it. And I get that vibe from you guys, yeah. dude. And. You know, we need to separate business. We need to get away from it and just, just have a good time. Let's go have a good yeah. time, man. So you guys sign me up for whatever you got going on, what you cool. need, uh, especially your pod and the 16th. And we'll just set it up and you can host what you want and use it as content for yourself. Love it. Cool. You know, let's do it. I'm in it. Thank you for having us on, man. Thanks for jumping on. I know you guys got to get going. It's already right. going to be seven. That's so. right. We're late. So yeah, you guys are fashionably <laughs> late. So it's all good. All right, y'all. So tune in you know don't get tuned out man we got a lot of cool stuff planned don't forget we um we have a lot of remote podcasts planned for this year and still here podcast is gonna just keep killing it dominating the game and um we appreciate you guys' love and support everything you do the all the messages and the dms you guys send us literally keeps us motivated because i know we we talk about real situations we talk about real experiences and not just because it's a trend and so your guys' love and support just keeps on bringing on good guests, good hosts, good good conversation. That's all we want to have. So you have a, you guys have a great night or day or whatever weekend, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. Mm -hmm.